guys, it's your man, Ed Hayes, the Wholesale Coach here, back for another episode of the Wholesaler Mastermind Podcast. And in this episode, man, I'm excited to bring on my guy, Sean Young, out in Atlanta. He's out here. He's, he's a lease option specialist. He's a wholesale real estate coach. He's got his own YouTube channel as well. I'm super blessed to have him come on to the podcast, share some game with the community, and just have a conversation as we do always, guys. So how how are you doing, my brother, Sean? How's it going over there? Man, Ed, thanks for that awesome intro, brother. I, I'm doing awesome, brother. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on today. Looking to bring value to your audience. Hey, now, hey, man, bro, it's, it's, it's really, really my pleasure to have you on, man. So, you know, for, for people who may not know you as well, my brother, why don't you just go ahead, just give the audience a little bit more background on you. Who are you? What do you do? Things of that nature. Sure, no problem. Well, guys, my name is Sean Young. Um, I'm based out of Atlanta, Georgia. I am a wholesale investor. I also specialize in lease options, sandwich lease options. I'm also the author of a book called Adventures in Wholesaling. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Adventures in Wholesaling under the same title. I also host a podcast called Exactly How. And guys, I'm just really out here trying to you know, give a value, you know, help folks as, as much as I can. I do have a one-on-one -on -one coaching program as well as a VA service. Um, so guys, feel free to reach out to me. Um, of course, I'm sure we'll discuss that later sometime in the program, but you know, I, I'm out here to be a resource for folks. I understand how it is to get started. I was in that position at one point, so I'm just here to help and help folks move their way forward. Hey, nah. Well, hey, bro. Like, I know that you're out here being a resource already, bro. I know that the YouTube channel is booming. You know, I'm glad to say that, you know, I've been a guest on the Exactly How podcast as well. So I definitely appreciate you for having me on there as well. So, man, man, look, hey, bro, look, you out here giving a lot of value to the community, man. And that's why I wanted to have you come on to the podcast because you know, I like to have other heavies come on and talk about their journeys, talk about their stories and like what, what's going on and their businesses and how we can get out here and help other wholesalers get some deals, right? So I just recently had sure. Biz Matthew on. So super happy to, to have you come on as well, my brother, and kind of just talk about the journey and whatnot. So um, let's just kind of, you know, kind of dive into things or whatever. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're out here, um, you know, you're on YouTube, you know, talk, talk a little bit more about, about the YouTube channel and whatnot. Like what caused you to start up the YouTube channel? Sure. Sure. Well, guys, the reason um, I, I had no intentions of being like a, a YouTuber or anything like that, um, I just I started recording some of my journey. I started recording some things that I was doing um, just to kind of map my process and, and, and never shared it with anybody. And then I said, you know what, maybe I should, I, should, I should start a channel because there might be other people in the same position as me. So that's literally why I got started. I, I wanted to be able to, um, to have a community of folks that I was talking to and speaking with and that back to me um, that was in the same predicament that I was in from a realistic standpoint, not from like the, the, the uh, flashy, the flashy standpoint that, that kind of attracts a lot of folks to our industry, but I just wanted to be realistic, transparent. I mean, uh, with my YouTube channel, guys, I've, I've shared my journey. I've shared how, you know, exactly how I got started, had a ton of, of success right away. And, and based upon that success, I, I had failures. And uh, because of those failures, I had to go back and get a job, a part-time job. And, you know, so it, it, it was things like that that kicked me in the butt that, that taught me that, hey, next go around, you got to really systematize this. You got to make this, you got to go about it, about it the proper way because, 
wholesaling is a great way to make a, a lot of money in a short period of time, make good chunks of change with wholesaling. But I was literally just talking to my man, Tom Crow in another setting. And uh, he was just sharing on, on stage that um, there's a lot of wholesalers that make three, four, $500,000 a year, every year, but have no money to show for or, or no money in the bank because of the way that that, that business works and the way that, that it kind of doesn't allow you to, to have nest eggs, so to speak, and, and allow your money to grow and, and to actually create that wealth that we all look for and, and get into this for the long term for. So I hope that answer wasn't too drawn out. But guys, I just wanted you to know that it has been an experience. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Don't feel like, oh, I don't have no money. Man, these guys made it because of whatever. No, that's, that's not the case. Start where you stand. Mm. Man, that's powerful, bro. I'm not even going to lie. That's super powerful, man, because, you know, I know a lot of people out here have a lot of different struggles and adversities that we have to face. And that's kind of like a part of the journey. Right. But I think a lot of us forget that at times, like a lot of us, we see everyone out here just kind of winning in this kind of show me society that we live in right now. So you're only seeing everyone's best face at all times and not that many people really put out those those struggles, the, the heartaches. And when it's not very very, very great sometimes or whatever. So man, I'm sure that the community appreciates you, my brother, for really, really putting things out there and just being, um, you know, open and vulnerable and actually putting yourself out there and really sharing that real life story, man. That's really, really powerful for real. Hey, no and problem. That's what it's all about, right? Being, being real and transparent. Don't try to fake it, guys. Um, in my organization, um, we're truth tellers and we're truth seekers, guys. Live by that motto, you'll be great. Mm. Hey, nah, hey, man, my brother, man, for real. Hey, I, I love the value already, man. I'm feeling the energy on this podcast. I hope that you all who are listening to this are watching this. Look, make sure that y'all hit the like button first off or whatever for the value that's about to get dropped. But I hope that y'all feel the energy in the room, y'all, like, because it's it's about to go down out here. So, man, so, 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 Sean. All right. So I know one of the things that, that, you're into are like lease options and sandwich lease options and things like that. And that's something that I never really dive into on this channel. So can you kind of just break down for the audience who may not know, like what, what is a lease option and how, how do those kind of sure. operate? Sure. Well, guys, a, a lease option is, it's, it's exactly kind of what it says, but let me break it down clear to you. It's, it's a rent to own opportunity. Um, we call it leasing. So what that is, is let's say there's a seller that's in a, a distressed situation, such as um, they may have lost the job. One of the two, maybe the spouse, maybe the breadwinner in the home has lost the job. And they're like, you know what, before I run into the predicament of being in pre-foreclosure or foreclosure, let me try to get ahead of this and, uh, you know, list that home for sale. So when you see a lot of for sale by owners, these are folks that are basically raising their hand to say, come, come to me. I have a, a property that's available. So I want to say there's no shortage of, uh, of, uh, shortage of opportunities out there because they're everywhere. You can literally go on Zillow and look up the FISBOs, type in, you know, for sale by owners over a 60, 90 day period. These are folks that have had their properties out there for at least that amount of time that haven't sold it. So these are going to be people that are going to be a lot more motivated to speak with you because just imagine, let's say they're in that situation where they've lost their job. This property has been up there for 90 days and they're still having to cover that somehow. They might have to relocate. I mean, there could be a number of situations why um, this, this, this strategy would be, it would be something that you would want to go after. Now, in my book, I call it the pretty house business. Now, it, it, some folks do it with, with the 
quarterly house houses as well, which would be the wholesale kind of deals. Um, but I, I target the pretty houses. I do do them with, with wholesale deals, but let me explain to you why I use the, the, the pretty house strategy and why this is a way to, to build wealth um, without actually having to, um, you know, be the bank or, or do, you know, get someone else to be the bank or get money from the bank. There's ways to build wealth um, creatively. And this is one of those ways. So let me break it down for you. Let's say we've got a property that's worth 310,000 ARV right now today. Now, someone comes to us or someone is raising their hand out there and uh, we find them in a motivated predicament or situation that we could come and help them with because again, we're not looking for anyone to get their property. That Remove those thoughts from your brain of trying to convince people to sell you their home. All we are doing it is seeking people that have problems or that, that are in predicaments that we could solve. That's it. Look at it from that perspective and you'll make a ton of money. I come from a sales executive background, so I had to reprogram my thinking. So always be closing, always be serving. All right, back to the story. Mm -hmm. Let's say this ARV is 310000 Now, when you speak with the seller, the way that I negotiate and the way that I would suggest as well is, is say, would you sell me your property for what's owed on the mortgage at the time of closing? All right. So let's say that this property has, you know, it's a 30 year lease, a 30 year mortgage, and uh, they're 10 years into it. And not much is, you know, amortized, you know, it's still probably the same balance or, 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 or just a little bit under it. Right. It doesn't matter. Um, but what you have figured is that it's down to there, what you know right now, because you're going to sign documentations and, and do paper paperwork that's going to allow you to, to know what the mortgage balance is. So let's say in this predicament, you know the mortgage balance is $270,000. Right now, that's what's owed. So you sign an agreement with this person because you say, wow, $310,000, uh, 270 owed. You know, that's, a, that's, a, that's equity right there. That's an opportunity um, to make money uh, on the back end of this property because this person has agreed to sell you the property for 270. So what happens after that 270 is opportunity for you to be creative, right? So, um, so the way that you get that and the way that this turns into a wealth building opportunity, the more of these that you do is, is like this. All right, you signed that agreement with that seller. I've already told you it's for what's owed on the mortgage at the time of closing. Now you go out and find you a qualified tenant buyer. They're lined up everywhere. In America right now, 75% of people cannot go out and get a traditional mortgage loan regardless of how much money they make, don't make. For a number of factors, it's just become kind of tough. Yeah, interest rates are lower than they've ever been, but these statistics that I'm telling you are, are still true. I, I know this to be a fact. So, um, so what this is, you have a lot of folks out here who are good people, but they just might be in predicaments right now because of a job situation. They might only be on the job for a year and they need two years, or you know, they might have just had a divorce. Or the, there's a number of situations where good people still deserve um, to have help on the path to home ownership. So again, that's, that's where you come in place. Again, guys, you're not looking for people who can give you money and get you money to solve problems. So out of these 75% uh, of the, the public out here in the, US, in the US, this is nationwide, you, you're gonna have folks raising their hand. 
Don't just take people because they say, oh yeah, I, I can do a rent to own. No, that's not what we do. We want to make sure these people are actually going to be qualified to have the opportunity to actually purchase within the time that we specify on their lease. Now, the time frame that I would use with my seller would be five years. I would say, give me five years um, to cash you on this property. During that five-year period, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, you're not going to have to worry about tenants, to toilets, you know, termites. We have all repairs. Um, we take care of making sure your, your mortgage or your, your PITI, which is principal, interest, taxes, and insurance is covered for you on the first. Um, we cover vacancies. Only thing that you're going to worry about, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is, is you know, we contact you when my closing attorney reaches out to you to, to set a closing date and to make sure that time works for you. That's it. You know, is this something that makes sense for you? Because again, we don't sell it. Does that make sense for you? Or is that something that not, that's not going to work for you? That makes total sense, Mr. Um, uh, Sean. That makes great sense. Thank you for coming along. So again, I want you to understand how we've designed this. You see the structure of five years with the seller. I come in with my tenant buyers. I usually set those for no longer than 24 months. And, the re and they'll close within the 24-month period. I signed a lease option with my seller that in the five years I have the option to buy at the end of my lease. If I don't exercise that option, no harm, no foul, because that's what the agreement states. However, that's not my intent. My intent is to definitely close out within that five-year period with either the tenant buyer that I put in place initially or one that may come in place afterwards. So let's just deal with that first tenant buyer. And Chris, am I, am I moving too fast? Excuse me, I'm moving fast, brother. I just got off of a, a clubhouse with Chris Monroe, another person that interviewed. Um, so my apologies, brother. Edward is a great, great brother, man. He's a go-giver. So um, guys, thank you again, Edward. Thank you for having me on, but I didn't want to say too much without giving you the opportunity to chime on in. Hey, man, no, honestly, it's like I was taking it all in myself because, you know, I'm, I'm honestly I'm asking kind of selfishly, selfishly for me, mm -hmm. you know, because it's something I don't talk about because I'm a firm believer in don't teach what you don't know. Right. You know what I, I mean? I'm so firm so, on that. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking in the juice, bro. So let me let me kind of just recap what you just said right sure. there, though, just for my own clarification. Sure. So in a, in a lease option scenario, I'm just going to run mm -hmm. it back. So like I will come across this seller, let's say, for instance, the property is worth 310, right? Mm -hmm. But like, you know, maybe they've been paying on them for maybe 10 years. Maybe they've paid down the mortgage to like 270, something mm -hmm. like that, right? So like maybe I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to like ask them like, hey, you know, um, why don't you give me, uh, allow me to lease this property, aka rent it, but give me the option to purchase it within the first five years, Boom, if I'm not exactly. mistaken, right? To kind of begin with, okay, exactly. okay, boom. Exactly. So then once I once I lock in that contract to be able to lease it, then mm -hmm. like pretty much the house is like our responsibility at that time. So we have to make sure that we keep the place, like keep the the, the mortgage and the, uh, the pity, the principal interest, mm -hmm. taxes and insurance paid, um, landscaping, mm -hmm. all of that good stuff, tenants, all of that good stuff. It's pretty much our property at that point. Um, but we're the 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 tenant in the property pretty much but it's like a rent to own type of scenario but while we have this property for this five years our plan is to find a tenant buyer someone who is qualified now or can be qualified within about two years to actually purchase this property 
And then like pretty much like even if we have to help them get the credit together and da 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 before then, like we pretty much put someone in place to actually purchase that property within two years. But we Indeed. still have and, a top and, five year window just in case they kind of flake on us or something like that. Just in case you are 100 percent right with everything you said. And let me break it down to make it make it even more sweeter so you understand why this is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. That tenant buyer that we're put in place, we'll just pick up right where we left off. Um, that tenant buyer that we're going to put in place, we, we, we put out ads that say, you know, this is the opportunity. And um, I usually say down payment required. So when they, when they actually contact me, I don't just say, hey, you, how much do you got? Okay, well, no matter what you've got, I'm going to qualify you. No, I use a, a screening tenant, a, a tenant screening company that, that I have a relationship with that actually uh, screens and gives all of my, my potential tenant buyers a score. And, and it lets them know how it lets them know exactly, okay, within 12 months, they'll be qualified um, to get a loan through one of the lenders that we can even recommend. We, we have lenders that we deal with also. So these are relationships that you establish along the way, but, but they're easily established because th- that's what these companies out here do. So don't think that, oh man, that's going to be too complex. It's very easy to, to get this done. I did it on my very, that was my first deal, guys, was, was this type of deal that I'm explaining to you. Wow. And I made a, a lot of money on that very first deal. So, so now we found this qualified tenant buyer. All right, Mr. Mrs. Buyer, how much do you have put down? Well, I, I've got 20000 Okay, we're going to take 20000 Now, what this is is not a down payment. It's called a non-refundable option fee. This money is is a is a is only applicable to the purchase price, should they exercise their option to purchase. And all that means is you give them credit for that as as a down payment once they actually do get the loan. And and that's a little more further down there. But just to make this easy for you guys, you you collected twenty thousand up front. Now let's say that the PITI on this property is nineteen dollars a month. But you have this tenant buyer in place for $24.50. So now you're making $550 extra every month on top of what is owed to the PITI. So that's your cash flow. So, so let's say that this happens for two years. Now, what happens to me in certain of my situations is it happens quite often, actually, which is my say it's a single person that moves into a property, they get married. Let's say that the person they marry lives in Iowa. Sean, I'm, I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I love this house. It's been great. It's beautiful. Um, but I've got to back out. Um, I, I understand that I, do, that I lose my non-refundable option fee. It's been great. Thank you so much. Actually, it's going to be 90 days before I make this move. Usually, I'll, they're always, we have such a great relationship that they always let me know what's going on with any time. So what that does is it gives me time to get somebody else lined up, which takes a few days to get somebody else lined up that's going to move in. So now this person gave 20000 and they're gone. They, they forfeited that. Put someone else in, do the exact same thing right. for another two years. So now this property has already yielded you 40000 in non-refundable option fees. Mm. Plus for a two-year period, you've been making $550 per month cash flow. Now when you actually do cash out on the back end of this deal with and it's called a sandwich lease because you've stayed in the middle this is called a sandwich lease option so now when you cash out on the back end that that interest that's there that equity excuse me that there is yours to to get now that property when you got it was arv at 310 but now when you sell it four years later the arv is three 
35, 340. I mean, this is these are real numbers, I'm telling you guys. So what happens is, is your tenant buyer is ecstatic. They're happy, they're getting a property with equity in it right up front. You're happy because you just got another 30, $40,000 on the back end. I, I, I don't know exactly the numbers, but you know, 30 to you know, 25 to 40,000 on the back end you've gotten. Plus that what you've got on the front. So that's what we, we call the, the golden goose, the deal that keeps on giving. That's how you find wealth because that's what we call control without ownership. Don't worry about what your credit score is. Never did you hear me say it, nothing about my credit score or nothing about me borrowing money. Never, I didn't even put down any money. I didn't give my buyer, the seller money. None of that did you hear me mention and it was on purpose. Man. Hey, hey, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like lease options sound like legendary deals, especially those sandwich lease options. Like you said, it's the that's like the golden goose uh, uh, deals, like the, the gift that keeps on giving over and over and over. Those those are some great deals, man. That sounds legendary right there. So I'm curious, bro, like like how did you end up coming across like um, like lease options? Like what what led you sure. to, to finding out about lease options? Man, let me tell you guys, um, I, I heard about real estate. Like I say, I, I've been hearing about it, listening to all kinds of podcasts and you know stuff like that. And I was like, man, this stuff seems like a scam or it seems, I didn't believe it at first because I was a, I come from a sales executive background, you know, I've been wearing my suit every day, traveling over the country, you know, all this stuff. I, it's, my mind friend was in a different world. Even though I had an entrepreneurial spirit, I didn't believe this. So my point is this that prestigious, great, shiny suit job uh, actually was cut one day. It was based in Sweden and, and the employer, um, the CEO decided to change how they were doing business in North America. And uh, like 750 of us lost our employment at one at once. Wow, wow. gone. So wow. that taught me I'm never going to be in this predicament again. I says, you know what? I'm never going to allow a, an employee or dictate, dictate how I can take care of myself and my family, my responsibilities. So I, I start paying attention a little bit closer. And on accident, I, I, I thought at first when I was doing the lease option that I was doing a wholesale deal. I didn't know the difference. That's how hungry I was, guys. So what I did was I, I researched a course and I came across the legend himself. Mr. Ron Legrand, the godfather of wholesaling and lease options. Hey, and he had a course that's not available anymore, but it was called the dollar deal. And um, it allowed you to get his course for um, $1 for 30 days. Guys, I went through that course in two weeks. I made eight phone calls and made my first $62,000. So from a lease, a sandwich lease Whoa. option. So, so I'm not gonna tell you my results are typical, but I'm gonna tell you I wanted it, I was hungry. If you want something, if you if you really want it, and, and that's what you want to do, you feel your way forward. So, like I say, I took two weeks to go through a, a course that gave you a month for free. I didn't wait a whole month. I didn't play around with it. Some days I look at it as I, I have a, a, a why. I have a sense of urgency. Not only this, but I had a mother who was recovering from breast cancer, who had chemotherapy treatment that was. 23,000 between that every three weeks or so. So even though she comes from a background as well, she she's she's does well herself that that can, uh, you know, cut into you after a while as far as your savings or whatnot. I, I wanted to do my part to be able to help with that as well. So my sense of why was was strong, <laughs> it was sharp, it was strong. So I just wanted to say that guys, make sure your sense of why is there and you do miraculous things.
Man, man, that's so deep, man. For real. It really, really is. Like that's that's actually a really, really cool story, man. For real. You say like you went from like the executive Fortune 500 type situations that like a lot of us are in, like corporate like positions. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, you 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 get laid off from the job. And then it's like, well, look, it's either gonna be this real estate stuff. I'm going to be homeless. That's how I use. That's what I told myself when I first got started. It was like when yeah. I when I, I ended up in a very similar situation where was like I didn't have a job anymore. And it was like there wasn't any boat to go back to. And so it's like all the boats were burned. You know what I mean? So it's like either we're going to fight our way out of here or we're going to die trying. You know what I mean? And I feel Absolutely. like being in those situations are really really powerful to people but then when you say you you connected with the the man the myth the legend ron legrand out here a lot of people may not even know who ron legrand is like a lot of the younger Indeed. folk or whatever so yeah um but i know that you've done things with ron um in the yeah. future as well which is really really cool man mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna lie to you um speaking of that like he he still has a webinar if i'm not mistaken right, correct me if i'm wrong i think he still has a webinar that's going right now that people can check out to uh to find out more about lease options right if i'm not mistaken or was that absolutely yeah, yeah right? absolutely you're 100 correct if you guys head over to sean young coaches.com uh, that's s-h-a-u-n-y-o-u-n-g coaches.com scroll all the way down to the bottom of that page you'll see a free webinar with um myself and mr legrand as well as one of our other pals whitney um, who, who came in and, and helped us put together a nice webinar for you guys to get a full overview of, of lead options to see if it's something that makes sense for you um, to explore further. But guys, I'm going to definitely tell you, please explore it. Um, and it's not because I wanted you to, you don't have to buy anything from me, but I'm just saying, if you, if you are wanting to take this serious, um, wholesaling, like I say, is a great avenue. It's a great, it has the lowest barrier of entry, mm -hmm. but you, you want to make sure that you have other things under your belt at some point as well, or you could be a wholesaler for 10 years and, and never reach financial freedom or the financial success that you deserve. So I just wanted to throw that out there, guys. Man, I totally agree, bro. And, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, as I spoke with you about before or whatever, like one goal that I have for myself this year is to purchase at least one to three properties to try to do some actual deals this year. Right. But I'm glad that, that we're having this conversation because, to be honest, like, you know, like the the plan of this conversation wasn't necessarily to be talking about lease <laughs> options. But, hey, hey, it's like everything kind of happens for a reason. But to be mm -hmm. honest with you, bro, like, you know, I'm personally interested in in the lease option um, idea and situation. Just after having this conversation with you, I'm not even going. <laughs> I'm curious, bro. Like, um, like I know you have a coaching program. I'm curious, like, like when you are in that coaching program, is that something that you talk to your clients about, or no, not really? You kind of try to keep it focused on wholesale. I'm curious. Sure, great question. Um, with my coaching program, Edward, what I usually focus on is the wholesaling aspect of things. When it comes to lease option. There's a there are a lot of moving parts with that and and I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to say that I I, could, I don't have the ability to teach it but I'm telling you there there's so many greater people who have greater capacity um, to teach that and and to help you than I do that I don't want to just give you the disservice by just trying to sell you something I want to help you so I'm saying I guess the best route to go is is with Ron the God he invented these terms control mm -hmm. without ownership. Sandwich. I mean, he came up with these things. So where, uh, where what better to go into the source? And he's still alive. Like I say, he's a great man, good, good friend. Um, we are in a mastermind together where, where we meet once a year and you know have conversations. So I'm privileged to be part of that with, with such a legend. And those things help raise my, my bar as well. 
Hey, very humble man. You're a very humble guy. Seriously, though. I think that that's good, too. You know, you're just being honest. You're like, look, we're going to focus on wholesaling in the coaching program because it's like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to a lot of these other creative real estate strategies. Um, but, man, it's real interesting. Something we may have to talk about on like on a personal level or something after this, mm-hmm. uh, after the podcast. One of these days, I definitely want to kind of pick your brain on that myself, for real. So sure. but and man, before we move past that piece, Edward, I got one quick last thing to say about the lease option piece, yeah. guys. I want y'all to think about it from this perspective. If you could do two of those a month, two, not not 20, but just two, right? And you could get a cash flow of at least, let's say, 300 to 500 dollars a month, two a month. At, by the end of the year, you tell me how much are you cash flowing every month? Because you build wealth through passive income, all right? So you tell me how much would you be cash flowing at the end of the year if you were able to just knock down two of these a month? We're not even talking about what, what you've got on the option fee up front or out on the back end. We're just talking about cash flow, guys, which is what when people talk about, I want to buy properties and stuff, they're talking about because they want to have the option, the ability to cash flow. Usually they're, they're talking about most times. And I'm not saying all the times, but a lot of times that's what we're in it for is opportunities to cash flow. So what better way to cash flow without having the overhead responsibility of repairs? Um, uh, if anything goes bad, you got to come fix it. No, the only responsibility you have is to keep that, that, that keep vacancies um, out, out of there. Do not make it be vacant to make sure right. that you fill the vacancies. That's your responsibility. Your tenant buyer handles the broken light switches, the leak in this, the leak in that. You'll be surprised. They're going to enhance that property. And um, mm-hmm. one thing I want to also say, guys, do this in neighborhoods that, that are B to A neighborhoods where there's good amenities, great school districts, things like that. So you have no problem putting qualified tenant buyers in place. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're looking for prettier properties. You're not necessarily looking for these ugly, beat down, vacant, distressed properties when it comes to lease options and sandwich lease options. You're really looking for those A, B neighborhoods close to a school, yep. close to a hospital, like a lot yep. of home ownership. People take care of their place and cut their grass type of areas Absolutely. where people actually want to live. So, and then typically in those types of areas, especially if there's a lot of appreciation coming as well, you can charge substantially more for rent than what you could in a DF type of neighborhood. So that's definitely some good advice right there. So, okay. So, so man, look, look, man, I know that we, we've kind of really deep dove into this lease option um, idea. And I really, really appreciate you for bringing that value to this podcast, bro, because that's something that has never really been discussed and like on my YouTube channel, on the podcast, anywhere that that is mine or whatever. So I really appreciate you bringing that value, bro. I really mean that. Sure. But I do want to, I want to, um, you know, I kind of want to talk about some things that, you know, can kind of give people who want to work with you, like, you know, like an option to be able to do that or whatever. And like, kind of like some things that you've kind of been through. But so I kind of like, because like I said, I know you have a coaching program and whatnot, but I'm curious, like, Cause you know, I have a coaching program as well, bro. I have a question for you personally or whatever. Like, what do you find like most of your clients tend to have the most struggles with? Like when it comes to like actual wholesaling deals, like what, what do you seem to be like some of the most common things um, that people face? And then like, how do you typically go about handling that, that most common struggle that they face? Well, that that's a great question. And, um, you know, and I, I kind of, I think that uh, the the main thing that most folks struggle with uh, initially is having the confidence to to think that they can actually do this and to actually pick up the phone and, and follow up with these callers, or, or, or you know people 
people list and then they'll say, oh, they might buy. I'm not sure how you might go about getting the leads, but what I'm saying is, is folks are afraid to talk with people. And um, you can't be afraid to talk with people in this industry. And you can't be unrealistic with your expectations. You have to give yourself about three to four months before you expect to make anything happen. I know that's not that. Wow. Three to four months. What is Sean talking about? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to be real with you guys. Again, I don't want you to just get excited and get started and do this for two weeks and find that it is tough because it, it is not tough. It's actually very simple. It's not easy. The only thing that makes it not easy is your execution of the simplistic steps. So master these steps that it takes to, to do wholesaling for your budget, for your market, for whatever your strategy is, master what those simple steps are and execute on a daily basis until you see results. You can't have, again, the expectation that 20 calls, man, all these 20 people, only two of them answer the phone. You're going to have to make maybe 200 calls before you, you get a good conversation. Right. And that's just what it takes. That's just what it takes. Edward, right. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely, my brother. <laughs> and that's also like another one of those things that I face as well, like with my coaching clients and whatnot. A lot of people like that's usually one of the very first questions before people even actually sign up for any type of coaching that I offer. Like a lot of people will be like, well, like, you know, about how long is it going to take me to get a deal and stuff like that or whatever, right? And I, I tell them like, hey, well, it's really based off of your efforts. I would hate for you to be comparing yourself to someone else. You know what I mean? It's like, they're not you. They are not walking in your shoes. So I can't really tell you how long it's going to take for you. I've seen people get deals in as little as like nine days or 13 days and things like that. I've seen other people take a year or two, you know? So it's like, it really depends it's just on honest. You your efforts. Yeah, and, right. And I love that, man, because I say the same thing because some folks say, well, well, can I call one of your students that and I'm like, yeah, you, you know, I probably could. But I don't do that. The reason why I don't do that is for two folds. I don't I don't I don't have bring people to my program and say, hey, later on, can you give me a test. Like, like, it's not that serious. I mean, what I want you I don't want to convince you to join my program for once for one. And I don't want other I don't want you measuring yourself based upon what someone else did, just like Chris said. Who cares what someone else did? You don't know what their circumstances scenario is. You base yourself on what you are doing. And this is a numbers game, guys. And based on the fact that it is a numbers game, and I just made a video about this on my channel, it hasn't even came out yet, but I just literally said, guys, it's a numbers game. So you might get it on the first call, or it might be the, the 300th call that you get your, your deal, um, get the opportunity to get a deal done. But you know, it, don't give up, guys. Just keep going through those numbers and it will come. You got to stay consistent. You got to have the ability to be dedicated even when you're not motivated. Mm, mm, that's a good one right there. I mean, I have to go in and snatch that from you, bro. I'm not going to lie. I it all the time, brother. Feel really? free. That's a good one. That's a real, real good one. And, you know, like I'm literally, I've seen people, I feel like the universe is always asking us, how bad do you really want it, though? Right. So like I've had guys like one of my guys, Mike Moss, salute to Mike Moss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, like, you know, he, he's one he's like a prime example of, of what can happen if you're willing to persist. Seriously, like he really, really is like he actually just recently became an agent out in, in Florida or whatever. So once again, salute to Mike Moss. Go holla at my man, Mike Moss, if you're trying to get an agent out there in Florida. But um, but anyway, it's like like it took him over fifteen hundred phone calls. And I think he was calling manually to get his very first deal. That's a lot of effort that most people would have gave up after the 15th call. He made fifteen hundred. So it's like, like uh, the universe is always asking us perpetually, 
how bad do you want it? So it's like, we're always going to be put in these situations where we get to tr- like prove ourselves or like test our metal pretty much. So it's like, like always step up to the plate, put in that work. It's going to take some time. Don't get confused because you're in this group with a hundred thousand members and one person says that it took them a week to get a deal. That's not the standard. Be realistic. Everyone's not LeBron out here or something. You know what I mean? It's like, like we got to be realistic and kind of, just do what it takes for us to win. As, as Shakespeare once said, it was like, I think I'm paraphrasing Shakespeare. He says like, um, comparison is the thief of joy. Can't compare mm-hmm. yourself to what everyone else is doing. You got to just focus That's on you. Do you. It's not about what everyone else is doing. They're not you. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a game or something like that where you're competing with other yeah, no competition every day. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to compete, Compete with you. Compete with the person that you hey. look up and see in the mirror every single day. Make sure that you're kicking that person's ass every day. For real. That's how I say. <laughs> For yeah. real though. But anyway, though, man. So yeah, though, bro. So I want you to um I want you to talk about like 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 talk about like one of your biggest uh successes. Like I know you said it like the very first deal was like 62k. I mean, like, hey, you know, that may be like that's obviously a big boy deal right there or whatever. But I just wanted to give you an opportunity to just kind of go through like a situation that 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 shines the most in your memory or whatever. When you think back on like your history of doing these deals, like what's one that really sticks out to you? Like what's your favorite deal? Well, guys, my 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 favorite deal is my first deal, but let me let me tell you about that again that that kind of thing and why that shines for me and, and why I want to bring this up. Mm. All right. That first deal, it attracted, I got 11 other deals on the contract within a 30 day period. Guys. Oh. These were traditional wholesale deals, Damn. you know, but out, out of I those see. 11, not all of them closed. Um, of and, and there's a reason why it's because I thought like, wow, this is easier than I thought. And I took it for granted. And I kind of sat on certain things and I, and I let certain deals expire. That's the, the contract point, because I'm thinking all, all, all I got to do is go back and tell them I didn't I need more time. But it's already after the time. And, and you know, I, I did things that weren't smart. So so my, my best story, guys, is, is me falling. Guys. I always say, you know, fall, fail your way forward. So the lessons that I learned from falling taught me how to build it the right way the next time. Guys. Experience is always life's best teacher. And, and one thing I also want to add to that in, in regards to that, guys, is, is you got to do everything. You, any, any, how you, anything is how you do everything. So don't think that you could half-ass at the job if you've got one and then say, oh, but I'm going to give it all I got on my real estate. No, no, no. You, you got to give it all you got everywhere because a lot of these skills and things are transferable into the real estate. And if you're, if you're the type of employee that, that are virgin on being fired, you're going to be the type of entrepreneur that's going to fail because you fire yourself because you, you still have the same poor mindset. It's, it's going to be hard to transfer it and be consistent with it. So if you're consistently um, in a mindset of trying to be excellent, not just a great real estate person, but being a great husband, a great wife, a great father, be yes. balanced in all these areas, not just great at one thing. And, and you'll find how much easier it'll be. It'll become to be, to be excellent in all of these various areas, guys. So keep that in your mind. Don't try to cheat yourself. Don't do it. Don't cheat yourself. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Do not cheat yourself. Be great in all areas of life, guys. 
Man, I swear that's such great advice, bro. I mean, that's that's basically what integrity is. Being one person at all times. Not being the one person when you're out in public and then another when you, when you don't think that the camera is on. You know, it's like like you got to be the same person at all times and have integrity. Like that's what actually builds your character. Like the tough situations that we go through. I'm so glad how you mentioned that. Like, you know, like you said like you mentioned like the failure, like that's like the best advice that you have, whatever are the times that you failed forward. And I think that that's what actually builds up our character. That's who, what literally makes us who we are. It's not the actual struggle that we face. It's what did you do about it that actually builds up that character? It's like, are you one person at all times? Or are you like kind of like an a-hole off camera or like <laughs> off that phone call? But then like, you know, you get on the phone, hi, Mr. Johnson. And, you know, it's like, like Sean said, I think, man, that's just really, really, really powerful advice, bro. I really mean that, man, because I think I feel like there's someone listening that that needed to hear that, you know, that you can't just be, you know, this person in this situation, this person in this situation, and then think that everything is going to go smoothly in life. It's like the more you stay consistent and actually be that one person at all times, I genuinely do agree with you on that, bro, that you you tend to get way better results in life when you stop like fronting and you actually become the person that you're saying yes. that you are. Yes, oh, indeed. Become real. that, become it. You know, people might call it fronting or like, oh, you're perpetrating, but no, mm -hmm. listen, you gotta you gotta speak things out into, into reality and, and into existence. Words are powerful. Yes. And, and you know, I know some of our listeners, have, I'm sure you've heard of a Tupac Shakur, right? A lot of folks would say, wait, man, he was so powerful with his words that he kind of spoke his own death into existence because he talked about it so much and then it happened. Well, there, there's truth to that. I mean, think about when you wake up in the morning and all the negative self-talk that you have to kind of compete against to make it through the day. And, and a lot of us who, who, who succeed, the ones who, who are able to address that negative self-talk and combat it with positive affirmations, positive self-talk. So, so conversations like, like this, I mean, me, me and Ed talk all the time. I and mean, this is truly my brother. And he's a great, great, and great example of being a go-giver, which is why I'm telling you guys, he serves. He's a servant. He, he really, have, I, I don't know him to be someone who's looking for something in return for anything. If you go about life like that, especially dealing with our business, guys, even if you say, you know what, I might not be able to get anything out of this deal myself, but I, I think I could still help this person. Man, I'm telling you that you don't know how that's going to come back on you and, and say and you, you you walk away two months later, that person knows someone who's in the predicament and needs to sell a property that, that's worth a hundred thousand, but they want to sell it for five thousand to you just because you took care of their, their great friend. Yeah. Two months ago, these things like this, you'll be blessed. So always be thinking and don't be thinking for what can you get in return. Just be thinking of what can you do to serve, man. I, mm. I don't I can't say that enough. That's a mindset shift. How can you serve? Not what can you get from Man. people? What can, what can someone do for you? What can you do for them? Man, dropping legendary gems on the podcast today, bro. <laughs> for real, man. And I super appreciate the kind words as well. But like for real, though, man, like that's that's some of the most valuable stuff, period, that anyone can say. Seriously. So I, I really, really hope that you all are listening, taking notes, man, taking in this value on this conversation, man. My, my man, Sean is dropping legendary. Look, I'm, I can't even get the words out. Legendary gems. <laughs> 
on the podcast and I really, really appreciate all of this value, man, for real. But like, that's really, really what it boils down to. You know, it's like, we have to be go-givers. Like Sean said, we have to be doing things in the spirit of selflessness. I talk about this stuff all the time. And that's why, and also I think it's important just to kind of touch base on that. I think that it's important also to surround yourself with people that resonate on those same types of levels as you. Like me and Sean, y'all can obviously tell that we got a vibe together. Like we resonate on a certain vibration. And so we, we connect with each other. We resonate like that. So I feel like it's ultra important that you watch your environment, that you really pay attention to who you're spending your time around. What are you feeding your mind on a daily basis? Are you just sitting around like looking at TV and sports and da da da. There's nothing wrong with kind of relaxing and entertaining yourself and stuff like that. You have to be able to take a break. But at the same time, if you're spending the majority of your time just consuming negative content, oh, what's Trump doing? What's the Kardashians doing? What Kanye on? And all of this other stuff, then it's like you're not feeding your mind what it actually takes to win. So keep yourself around positive people who are going to inspire and uplift you to keep going in your business and your life. And so like, I think that this stuff is just super, super important, man. And it's like, you have to be willing to do this stuff with a spirit of selflessness. Seriously, it's like, you can't just I always say it's like my, my number one thing that I'm saying recently, and it's like, don't focus on your goals, focus on your activities. That's what actually gets you to the goals. Don't focus on the $10,000 bag. Focus on making that next phone call. Focus on actually sending out that next text message. Focus on practicing that script and that pitch so you can actually get better results. Focus on actually trying to help Miss Johnson, who's a cancer patient who needs to sell so she can get her surgery done and da-da-da-da-da. Don't think about her as a bag. Think about her as someone who you can serve so, man, I super, super appreciate how you, how, you, how you dropped that gem on the audience, bro. I just had to kind of expand upon that a little bit myself, man, because I think that that's so powerful. Like you said, that's, that's some of the best value that we can give you all, seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, man, so, so man, bro, um, man, it's been, man, we've, we've, we've had a great one so far, man. You know, I, I try to not make the, the podcast too, too long, but I got a couple more questions, bro, real, real quick. Um, before I let you go, I know you're a busy man. You got things to do. So, you know, I'm going, I'm going, uh, you know, I value your time. So I'm going, I'm going to shoot out a few more questions for you. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, my brother. All right. So, um, so one, I, I want to ask you, and this is really kind of for the audience right here, because this is something that I also like to ask um, a lot of heavies who come on to the, uh, to the podcast. And that's, what would you say is the, 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 your, like your number one marketing method right now or for 2021 and going forward or whatever? Like right now, what would you say is the number one marketing method that someone could be using, in your opinion, at least? My, my number one marketing method, guys, is, is cold calling. It's, it's always been my, my number one method. I, mm-hmm. I have a number two method, but um, my number one method is cold calling. I, 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 I keep that implemented in my business and it's tried and it is true. And uh, I, I keep that rolling. Bang. Straight like that. Y'all look, I can't make this stuff up, man. You know, so <laughs> that's another thing that a lot of like coaching client type people will say, you know, like they kind of want to start off. And not even just coaching clients, but, um, you know, just people on YouTube and whatnot. A lot of people just want to start off with the easiest way possible. Like you said, they're afraid to actually get on those phone calls with people. So like Sean said, stride and true. Get on those phone calls. Stop playing games. Don't don't uh, cheat hey. yourself. Treat yourself. You, if you really yes, want to get to these deals, you got to talk to people. Brent Daniels whole thing is not TTP for no reason, y'all. It makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> OK, exactly. OK. 
All right, so so bro, like how can people find you online? I already I already know how they can find you, but go ahead, you tell them with your own words. How can people find you online? What's the best way for them to connect? Where do you want them to kind of find you and find your information? Well, guys, you can find me on uh uh Sean at SeanYoungCoaches.com. Um, that's my 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 website is uh, of course I give a bunch of free resources. I also uh, have created a virtual assistant. Um, business. So if you guys need um, highly trained VAs to do the cold calling for you, text blasting, um, comping, you know, sending out offers, you know, definitely reach out to me. Uh, I'll definitely say that my, 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 my team of VAs could compete against anyone in the country. So definitely reach out to me, guys. Um, you can also check out my YouTube channel, which is Adventures in Wholesaling. Um, again, I, I've got a book out there under the same title, Adventures in Wholesaling. I'm also on Clubhouse, guys, as um, one of the moderators out there uh, and a real estate influencer in our space. So, you know, check out on there, guys. I say I'm just really here for the community to give out value and, uh, you know, be a uh, help to anyone who's out there trying to help themselves. Mm. Man, y'all, look, look, Sean is out here, man. Look, Sean is ultra humble, man, but low key, he's the man. I'm not even going to lie. Look, <laughs> this man is the host of the Exactly How podcast on Connected Investors. Connected Investors, Exactly How podcast. You know, he's got the webinar with the man, the myth, the legend, Ron Legrand. This man is a moderator in the real estate clubhouse space. You know, he be on there with Grant Cardone and all of these. I'm like, what? My man Sean is out here. Look, look so like I said, look, he, he's humble, but I'm going to brag for him. I'm not even going to lie, man. Like, I, you, I, I love this man. He be knocking stuff out, y'all. So I definitely want y'all... So to go, go subscribe to my man's YouTube channel as well. Check out the book, Adventures in Wholesaling. Check out his website, SeanYoungCoaches.com. I, for one, can personally vouch for the cold callers that he has. I'm actually checking him out myself right now. And as a matter of fact, I just dropped his link in my previous video. So maybe, look, I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, look, it's not a game out here. Make sure that y'all check out my man, Sean Young. Obviously, you all can see. He has a wealth of information. He's got a YouTube channel as well. He drops a lot of game. He's got the coaching program. He's got, look, man, look, y'all got to go, look, go follow right now and come back to the video. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> what I want y'all to do. Like, don't even, it's all good. Just click the back button after you go subscribe, <laughs> after you subscribe and then come back to the video, man. But make sure that you check out my guy, Sean Young. I really, really mean that, man. This is, he's a, he's a powerful guy out here and he's, he's genuinely trying to help the community, y'all. Y'all know I only bring people that are genuinely here to help the community come onto this podcast. No one else can even get on here. I have people reaching out. I'd be having to tell them no, because <laughs> there's only so many people that's actually out here trying to help the community. A lot of people just want to do this stuff for themselves. They're reaching out to me so they could try to sell y'all some stuff. So, you know, I, I genuinely appreciate the value, bro. I really, really do. I appreciate how you come on here. And we kind of talked about that lease option stuff. I'm really glad that we kind of got into that because uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to pick your brain a little bit on that, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Anytime. And I appreciate those kind words. And, and guys, um, to 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 his listeners out there, guys, be looking up for um, me and Edward to partner up together in the future. We're going to be doing some big things together, guys. Um, that's going to be able to help a whole lot more folks. So definitely stay tuned and be checking out that because it's coming soon, guys. Hey, it's coming, y'all. It's coming. Be on the lookout. Big things coming. 2021. It's not a game, y'all. Make sure that y'all hit the like button. Make sure that y'all subscribe 
to the channel if y'all haven't already, man. You know, I bring legends like Sean on all the time and I got more coming in the pipeline, y'all. So it's not a game out here. We not playing. I'm all about providing as much value to the community as possible and introducing you guys to people who you may not even heard of. I just had Biz Matthew on here. A lot of y'all probably never even heard of Biz Matthew. A lot of y'all probably never even heard of Sean Young. I'm telling you, I'm only bringing on people that are legendarily changing the game out here for us. I really, really mean that. So make sure that you check out my guy, Sean Young. It's not a game out here. But bro, like, look, the last official question before we go ahead and wrap this thing up. And this is one question that I always ask every single person who comes onto the podcast. But I know that like you've already dropped some gold and gems on this, but I still want to ask you to kind of give you one more opportunity to kind of lay this out for them. What would you say for all the people that's trying to get started out here in the wholesaling game, right? What would you say is your best advice to someone who's looking to get started out here in the wholesaling game? I'm going to tell you guys right now, that's the easy one. Love it. All right. What you guys want to do is pick one strategy. Focus on that one strategy. Go an inch wide and a mile deep. Be master at that strategy. Uh, um, track your journey. Make sure that you understand how, how, you, how to do every aspect of that journey so that it can be delegated later on to somebody else. Take massive imperfect action every day, guys. Fail your way forward. These are things that must be done. And know that the money is always in the marketing. So have marketing being done for you in spite of you. That would be my piece of advice, guys. Mm. Hey, look, hey, hey. My man, Sean, be dropping him, man. Look, man, hey, I super appreciate you coming on to the podcast, bro. Like, we're going to leave it on a high note right there, man. That's legendary advice right there. Look, man, go go check out my guy, Sean Young. Go subscribe, go follow, check him out, get the book, all of that good stuff, man. Check out SeanYoungCoaches.com today, man. Super blessed to have you come on here, my brother. I really, really mean that, man. I would love to have sure. you come back on in the future, have some more conversations, drop some more value for the community. But like Sean said, man, we got big things in the pipeline, so make sure that y'all stay tuned to the channel. Subscribe to me, subscribe to my guy, Sean. We out here, guys. Um, but yeah, bro, anything else that you would like to add before we go ahead and wrap this thing up man Edward, thanks for having me on brother thank you so much for allowing me to, to share myself with your audience and help add value to your platform and guys if you if you want to to re reach out to me schedule a call with me guys don't you know don't i'm not i'm a regular guy don't be afraid of me just let's jump on a call together let's see how i can be of assistance and remember like i always say guys help me help you help us all peace bang straight like that well all right y'all until next time, we are hoots. <laughs>